Exciting edition of Ringside Ramblings. I'm your host, I'm Kyle, the Wrestling Connoisseur. And uh, what a beautiful Monday it is today. Starting the new year off right. Let's talk a little bit about wrestling. So, the biggest news by far right now is Vince McMahon is back. We talked about it last episode. What did it mean? Could it be possible that Vince could come back? And well, you know, he strong-armed his way back in to the board of directors for WWE as the uh, chief executive officer, or the chairman of the board, I'm sorry. As the chairman of the board, the bastard we always uh, loved to hate back in the Attitude Era, Vince McMahon, chairman of the board. And it's not far from that at the moment. Um, I don't think anybody is truly happy about this. There's probably a few standout-ish people who are just clamoring that Vince is back and what it means and blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, I mean, I don't know any other word for these guys than stands. And I say that because with so many things levied against Vince McMahon, all the, not conspiracies, but all the... um, lawsuits and allegations and everything. I don't even think at this moment we can say supposed allegations um, because, I mean, there's quite a bit of evidence out there. Now, um, here's the thing. Vince back in control of the board of directors, essentially back in control of WWE. He can really do anything he wants at this stage. Now, I know a lot of people are, are... probably like well he says he's not going to do anything he's not going to change creative he's not going to da 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 but come on let's be honest here Vince McMahon in control it's only a, a matter of time before he he steps into creative it's coming don't fool yourself at all it is coming coming soon (laughs) that Vince McMahon will be back in control um, if he doesn't sell the company that's a big if I wouldn't say it's a big win but it's a big if is he going to sell the company that's what he says that's his his plan so to speak he claims he's going to sell the company Um, now I don't know if this is something that the board of directors had already gone through and there's a number of companies interested or if this is something Vince McMahon has just decided hey I'm freaking however old he is 90 years old or some shit um, and I'm going to take my money and I'm going to go 
Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's going to take that money and he's going to go start another company. Who knows? I mean, at the end of the day, this is Vince's money. This is, a lot of people say this is his company, but honestly, it's not really his company anymore. Hear me out. It's a publicly traded company. He just happens to own a majority stock. And I mean, that is what it's all about, but he has controlling favor in the company. Um, but is it his company per se? Not, not entirely. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a publicly traded company. It has a board of directors and they are uh, obligated to do what their majority shareholders want. Uh, just so happens that the majority shareholders, Vince McMahon. Now, because he has the option B plan when they went public. So he has, you know, his option B has more voting power than a regular option. Um, despite if he sold his shares, they would no longer be option B. Okay. It would just be a regular share with regular voting power. So unless he sold it to McMahon, put that out there. So if he sold it to Stephanie, he sold it to, I believe Linda is included in that. If he sold it to Shane or his grandchildren or uh, any McMahon. Triple H is not included in this. He's not a McMahon. Um, so Triple H, if he bought all of Vince's shares or gifted the shares or what have you, would not have the voting power that Vince McMahon has currently. I mean, it's a lot of shares, but would it be enough is the question. Uh, so it's it's interesting in that regard. I find it very interesting. I don't know if other people do. But yeah, what's Vince going to do? Nobody really knows. You know, Supposedly, he is going to facilitate a sell. And that's why he's come back. Uh, he believes he has... Uh, the best rapport, I guess, to do this. Um, he's brought on, uh, what's his name? Barrio and I want to say Wilson. I can't think of her name. Um, to, to help with this. They're knowledgeable about, uh, I wouldn't say the product, but about the company. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe this is for the best of a sell. You know, maybe this is a this is a sell that, as a majority shareholder, he is protecting his interest and his wallet um, to sell to a company that he feels will best direct and and provide a, a WWE product for years and years to come. I can't blame him if that's the case. You know, it is his money. Um, he has like 36%, 37% shares uh, within WWE. And therefore, he doesn't want to see all of his millions of dollars just vanish. Rather, his uh, $2 billion or whatever it is. So, you know, definitely he has 
um, every right to do that, even though some would say that his statement was uh, a little bit... I, I, you know, I really wouldn't call it a corporate takeover. A lot of people are referring to a corporate takeover on dirt sheets and whatnot. Um, I mean, that's not what a corporate takeover is at all. He does have controlling shares. And I mean, with controlling shares, he is, you know, legally in his, in his rights to do what he's doing. So whether you look at it as it's his company he owns it or whatever he has uh, the shares to do what he's doing and therefore I agree but maybe semantics wise it's not uh, exactly what people are saying anyway I digress semantics whatever the big question is when is he going to get back into creative because even if the company sells as as a whole he owns the shares so what does all that mean like we are looking at Vince as a, a chairman of the board he's still going to be chairman of the board unless he sells his stock too when he sells the company I don't know about that unless that is just a Uh, like an icing on the cake, like, hey, I'm selling the company, I'll sell you my stock, you have the big controlling factor. Now, maybe that's a huge selling point, you know, uh, absolutely, I would think that would be a huge selling point. Maybe that's what he's planning on doing. I don't know. If he does, then it's done. WWE's gone, Vince is gone, let the new powers that be go and have at it. If not, then we're still stuck with Vince, which would be uh, uh, crazy if you really think about it. Now, if they don't sell and Vince is just back and he's chairman of the board, he still has controlling power. He can still pretty much do whatever he wants. Uh, It would be interesting to see the board set up against him. What could they possibly do? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, uh, that's been kind of the problem all along. I mean, if we really think about it. Um, and is it possible he removes Triple H from creative? Or he just forces Triple H to do his bidding? These are all possibilities, but let's let's be very honest. Since Triple H took over, a lot of people are like, oh my God, it's the best it's ever been, da 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 blah, blah, blah. There's been some changes. Without a doubt, there's been some changes. But a majority of what Triple H has done is just rehire people. That's it. You know, I mean, I hate to say it, and I said it a while back, let's give him six months and it's been at least six months now that Triple H has been back in control, in power, hiring people away. We got Karrion Cross. Everybody was excited. Okay, bring Karrion Cross. But all right, now this is the guy he's going to push. This is the, this is his guy. And then we get Braun, and we get uh, Top Dollar and that group, and we get Dexter Loomis and Gargano comes back. And the big one, oh my God, Bray Wyatt comes back and it's like, 
month too long, just this big thing. And it's like, oh, Bray Wyatt's back. And he finally comes back. And I think he just had his first house show match. And he's going to have his first match at Rumble, really, I think. And it's boring. Now, I hate if you will. I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan. But, goddamn, like, this guy should be the focus of your show. And really haven't gotten much. Trust me, I get slow burn, but... Whew. Sometimes you gotta light a kettle. So I, I think the Triple H era of just re-signing people isn't working. And I felt like that from the start. And I was like, you know what? Give him six months to do what he's gonna do. Uh I, mean, I think he did a good job putting perspective and focus on secondary titles. Um, however, what do those titles mean? Where are we at with those belts? You know, I mean, it, it's look, even putting focus on them, are people in the right place? This has been a, a problem I've always had with impact wrestling. Are you using people in the proper place, utilizing the talent that you have to to get fans going, to to make the shows better, to to get shit out there, to get shit recognized? Are people in the right place? And even WWE, you know, they have this huge problem of putting the right people in the right place and using them properly. Should Walter I'm sorry, Gunther. Should Gunther be just, you know, a secondary champion? Or should Gunther be putting on these high-profile matches and getting over and facing the best and being the best there is? I mean, like, goddamn, like, if, if anybody ever followed Walter on the indie scene and whatnot, these were matches to see. You know, these were high impact matches, leaving the crowd just like, oh my God. And what have we gotten from Gunter on the main roster? I don't know. I feel like the ball WWE seems to always drop the ball somewhere. So it's like, okay, there's one guy. Okay, Karen Cross comes back. Again throw him in the world title picture all of a sudden he's fused with Drew McIntyre and now he's feuding with Rey Mysterio like what happened TikTok Roman TikTok the clock's going turn the hourglass upside down because in that hourglass drains out I'm not gonna matter in the big picture. They've dropped the ball with Karrion Cross, And a lot of people are like, dude's uncharismatic, da-da-da this, da-da-da that. And it's like, look, before signing with WWE, this dude created massive hype for himself. 
He was working all over the place, working with top talent. He was in Mexico, all over the place, doing videos, good videos, put him out there, hyping himself up. What happens? He gets signed to NXT. Boring. I, I really don't care. It was boring compared to the shit that he was doing on his own. Gets called up to main roster, cut loose. Gladiator gimmick. I was expecting him to fight Big Boss Man or the Repo Man or some stupid ass 1980s shit. Come on. What year is this? Goes back on the indies. It's like, okay, he's going to reset. He's out there. He's getting hype built up again, cutting out his videos and stuff. And then what happens? Right back to WWE. I feel like, seriously, like what happened? What happened? Why would you go back? Yes, Triple H is back in power. Vince is gone. I get it. Guaranteed money, but it's not really guaranteed money, is it? Is it guaranteed money when you're sitting and catering and cut loose the next week? Is that guaranteed money? I mean, I get it. It's good money, but you're finally getting shit rolling again. You're finally going to start building momentum that you've lost so much momentum from signing the first time. Honestly, you know, money talks. I get it. Damn. Carrying cross. Killer cross. Is way better than Karrion Cross, And to be honest, like, come on. The, talk, the clock is ticking. Is he going to have a WWE career? Are we going to see this guy in WWE for 10 years? Maybe, you know, maybe. Is he going to reach his potential? I have my doubts. Because he's just feuding with Rey Mysterio now. And Rey Mysterio's cool and all, but Rey Mysterio's kind of like a placeholder. You know, even if he has a big feud with Rey Mysterio and he wins the feud and he gets any hype out of it at all, where does that place him? I don't I don't see it placing him any higher on the card. The feud with Drew McIntyre should have done that. So yeah, Karen Cross, another, in my opinion, another letdown, another dropped ball. Braun Strowman, man, when Braun Strowman got let go, it was like, is he going to be able to reinvent himself and redo these things? Uh, especially being somebody born out of the WWE developmental system. Um, he was trying, you know, and then he went all in with the whatever it was, CYN, that just totally, they just kept putting their foots in their mouths. But man, WWE had dropped the ball with him long time ago. And clearly this is a guy who's ripped. You know, he went from just the, being the bodybuilder to this massively ripped guy. He looks like a superstar. And Vince McMahon was looking at him. He, he'd have to be like all over this. But apparently Braun always kept sticking his foot in his mouth, kept 
letting him down or whatever. But even now, it's like they bring him back, and he's got all this hype, and he power bombs Otis, and that was our big thing. And what has he done? Noteworthy. What has he done? What have they done with Braun since they brought him back that was noteworthy compared to when he left, when this was the guy that was like challenging Brock, challenging Roman. Uh, I think he beat Goldberg. What is he now? Losing to Ricochet. See, I don't, you know, he's feuding with Walter now, I think, maybe. Or, I'm sorry, Gunter. I don't know why, because he, I think he lost to Ricochet, so I don't get why he would be feuding with Gunter. But what have they done with him? Again, nothing. Drop ball. What else we got? Dexter Loomis. Uh, is he back with Gargano yet? Is he in the mix with Austin Theory? Is any of that being pulled out of the, the old NXT? Is any of that being used since they're all up on the main roster? This is what Triple H wants. He wants to recreate the black and gold on the main roster. This was his vision all along. And what is he doing with it? Where's Indy? Where's any of this stuff? You know what I'm saying? If this is what you're planning on doing, where's where's the seeds? Where's the watering of the plants here? Or are you too busy just trying to rehire everybody? It's been six months. And God damn it, Triple H has really done nothing. The machine continues. The WWE superstars themselves, Finn Balor has stated himself, nothing's really changed except Triple H is available for them to speak to. Triple H is there to talk to about a finish of the match, whereas Vince would hide in his office doing God knows what. But besides that, everything's still going the same. The machine is oiled and primed and ready to go Without anybody at the helm, it would appear. No changes have been implemented. The machine's going. The front office could probably just crash, except for the people who actually, like, book shit. Not, like, booking the shows, but, like, booking the airlines, booking the arenas. Those, if you had somebody in the office just doing that, the company would just run no matter what without anybody in control for no telling how long because the process is in place and it just seems like nobody cares maintain the status quo just bring the money in doesn't matter if you're making stars it doesn't matter if the booking is solid if the story is sound we just we just going with the flow here. And some, you're going to have the fans that like that. There's going to be fans who, no matter what, they're going to eat it up. But if you're a wrestling fan, if you care at all about storyline, and so many people for so long that I've seen do, it's just a habit they watch and then they're let down and they're like, ugh. I know older wrestling fans like that. 
who watch and then they won't they quit watching for a while but then it's on and there's nothing else on they flip the channels and oh watch so and so and then eh. I mean like for God's sake we got Elias back Elias is back after after a good break after Ezekiel and then finally we're all we're full circle we're back to just the regular Elias on the microphone playing guitar and I think to myself like what did we just waste like how many years did we waste to come back to where he was pre-pandemic like these wrestlers aren't getting younger we're talking about wasted years of good talent It just it's mind-boggling to me that we've spent this time and we've gotten no footing honestly to where we should see a product already a big turnaround six months we should be seeing something greater than where we were before and a lot of people say we are but I just don't see it like honestly where are we advanced six months out with Triple H in charge and uh, I'm let down that there hasn't been some sort of turnaround other than just a little bit more focus on the secondary titles over just bringing a bunch of people back and bloating the roster again like Jesus Christ we're bloating the roster again Vince is back and what's going to happen Everybody knows the writing's on the wall. After WrestleMania, we're going to see cuts out the ass on the WWE roster. And we'll be right back to where we where we were before. So with Vince coming back, doesn't even matter if Triple H is head of creative or Vince takes over creative does it matter because we haven't changed that's going to do it for today that's that's my thoughts on Vince coming back and uh, what ramifications will that have on the Triple H era of the show and I gotta say for me It looks quite bleak, but it has always looked bleak. So I guess we'll wait and see. I don't know. Do we give them another six months? (laughs) Isn't that the question? All right. Until next time, let us know your thoughts. Hit us up on Twitter. uh, Leave a review. You could even uh, call into the show via the Anchor app. We'll put your question on the air. All right. Until next time.